The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. I have a question. I have a borderline personality disorder, and sometimes I feel like I don't love people that I should love. Like the people that are actually closest to me are the ones that I start to feel like I don't care about or I don't love. And it really hurts me, and I'm trying to figure out, you know, like what I should do to help that and to make it disappear because I don't want to live my life, you know, feeling like I don't care about the people that actually, you know, my head tells me that I don't care about them, and my heart tells me that, you know, I do, and it hurts, and it, it upsets me. Okay, whenever you feel at odds with yourself like that, the key thing you need to do is introspect. And introspect is just turning your mental focus inward and saying, what's going through my mind now? In fact, that's one of the key, quest- the key questions to ask yourself in cognitive therapy. It's a good one to write down. What is going through my mind right now? What are my thoughts, my feelings, my images? my memories, what's going on right now? And especially when something important in your life comes up like relationships. Now, I want to spend a moment talking about borderline personality disorder and then talk about what you can do in terms of not feeling at odds with yourself, like your head is telling you one thing and your heart's telling you another thing. Actually, your head's telling you both things. They're just two angles on um, on the same issue. So... Borderline personality disorder, you might have heard that uh, thrown around, people call it BDP. It's a pervasive pattern of very shaky, rocky relationships. You have a very rocky view of yourself. You don't know who you are. You have this intense inner loneliness at times, very intense, and you feel like you don't have any purpose in life. You don't know where you're going. You don't know how to make friends with other people. And then you get this you get this sense of feeling intense anxiety, and then it turns into anger, and you get rageful, and you might get into fights with people, verbal or physical, and you just feel like you're on a total emotional roller coaster. Then you might act very impulsively. It's like, well, now I'm going to enjoy myself, and you go out spending in, in ways that you can't afford, or or having sex promiscuously, or driving recklessly or eating, binge eating or or using drugs and alcohol. So this is not a good label to have for yourself, borderline personality disorder. You want to figure out how to improve your life and get rid of this label, how to overcome it. And I am convinced that you can overcome a per, what's called a personality disorder. Cognitive therapy has done wonderful uh made wonderful progress in this area. So how do you deal with your your awareness that you feel like with one you don't feel close to the people in your life and yet with your heart you love them what you want to do is Hey, I got to interrupt this cuz we've got to pay some bills. 30 seconds, that's it. A very quick ad and then Alan will be back. Romance. <laughs> I wish I knew more about what girls want from a relationship. Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. Where's that ad I saw? Here it is. The Selfish Path to Romance, a serious romance guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Huh. The Selfish Path to Romance. That is interesting. So how do you deal with your, your awareness that you feel like with one you don't feel close to the people in your life and yet with your heart you love them 
what you want to do is maybe sit down with a piece of paper and just put pros and cons. What do you love about the people in your life? Because many people are mixed. There are things to love in them and things you don't love in them. And what are the things you don't like in them? What are the things that irk you about them? And you can make that list and that will help give you clarity as to why you have a mixed context, a mixed, mixed reactions to one individual. Sometimes you really like the person, sometimes you don't. Now that's in evaluating another person. Sometimes you don't like another person or you like another person and it has no relationship to them. It could be that if you're in a very needy state of mind, very dependent, you may feel that you love this person because you're desperate, you need them. But then you may feel angry that you need them so much. But you're not really evaluating the person, it's more coming from within you. Or it may be the opposite. It may you may in a certain in a different state of mind be thinking well, they hurt me, and I don't need people, and I can be my own person, and I know who I am when you're really feeling very empty, then you will push them away, or you may be afraid that they'll get too close and find out who you really are, that you're an empty person. Now, that's not good either. So right now we're talking about how you deal with the relationship aspect, and you need to have to get some good introspective skills. Um, because borderline personality disorder also involves um, feeling so empty, I would say the key thing you need is purpose in your life. And you want to think long range. You don't want to do what I did as relaxation, just read a few magazines and feel like that's purposeful. You need a career. You need something that seems your days together and mounts up into feeling like there's some momentum, you're growing a career, you're developing in a, in a certain area, um, you're developing some expertise in a certain area. So you want to be able to focus on having a career that you love, not one that your parents chose, but also a career that's rational. So that means not going out to be a stripper, you know, or not, not going out to... Um, work at a casino where you're doing things underhandedly. You know, you want to spend your life in a wonderfully rational career. Maybe think about what you always wanted to become when you were younger, you know, and and work on that if that's still feasible to you. So that will help you with a sense of identity, which will help your relationships with other people. With borderline 2, with borderline personality disorder, again, this is very rocky, unstable. You go through life just feeling like you're there's no sense of security. Um, you need to watch out for any impulse control, not only in the areas that I mentioned earlier, spending and drinking and driving um, or binge eating, but in suicidal threats that people with borderline will put their lives at risks, risk or they'll have what's called self-mutilating behavior. You'll burn yourself with a cigarette or cut yourself people do that because they feel so empty inside that at least the physical pain from the cut or the cigarette burn distracts their mind away from the psychological pain. I mean, the psycho I think earlier I said physical. The psychological pain is so intense. The chaos in their mind is so intense that they use a physical pain as a distractor and find that that works temporarily, but then they feel guilty for having done that, so it just intensifies the pain. So there is help for borderline personality disorder. I would go to the website academyofct.org, 
academyofcognitivetherapy.org, and you may be able to find a cognitive therapist in your area. That's a therapist who deals with thinking, fundamentally your thinking, and helps you with that so that you can pursue your values and have a happy life. And here's a little more from Dr. Kenner. Sit down and listen to this. I got a juicy piece of news, and it's reliable. Allen in Accounting got it from Stephen in Promotions, who got it from Cindy in Retail Sales, who got it from Arlene, the station manager's secretary, that the station is definitely way over budget and somebody's getting the ax. But don't tell anybody I was sworn to secrecy. Okay, that's from Frazier, obviously. That's Roz. And have you ever had a situation like that where you were sworn to secrecy and you then you're just you're you just want to tell the world or you want to tell a best friend, you want to tell someone, so you lie to yourself. That's called a rationalization. You lie to yourself and you tell the friend the secret, so you've broken your promise. And then you say, but don't tell anyone I was sworn to secrecy. That's where the lie comes in. You try to pretend that just by telling the other person that you were sworn to secrecy, that somehow you're still keeping it secret when you actually broke the, the uh, promise to the other person. So those are the type of little sneaky things that we do inside our own minds that we try to cut corners. But we are the prime person that evaluates ourselves. And so we sit in judgment of ourselves, and somehow we tally up the times. We, we're aware that we're sneaking, that we're cheating, and it, it makes it makes any of us. And I, I try not to do it, and when I do catch it, I I try to clean it up right away. But it will make you feel very inadequate. It will make you feel self-doubt, and then you'll run away from it. There'll be parts of your subconscious, parts of your inner life that you won't want to take a look at, and that's that's not a comfortable place to live in because the best gift you can give yourself is to feel clean inside, and you can earn that. If you've made mistakes in the past, you can clean those up, and if you have very bad thinking habits or just some rough-around-the-edges problems with thinking habits, you can clean those up too. But it takes work. It takes effort. It takes introspective work, and that's what therapy's all about, and that's what I'm passionate about. For more Dr. Kenner podcast, go to drkenner.com, and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner. Emotions can be understood consciously, but only through introspection, by focusing inward on our own mental contents and processes. Subconscious thoughts can be brought into awareness. For example, Bill thinks, Aaron's flirting with my wife and I'm feeling fear. Why? I'm worried she'll divorce me. If Bill had more self-confidence, his reaction might be quite different, such as, I like that my wife is attractive, and she's probably enjoying the attention from Aaron, but that's no threat to me because we deeply value one another and feel worthy of each other's love. Introspection is a learned skill. Without it, you're doomed to feel at the mercy of mysterious, ever-changing emotions. But with practice, you can become very good at it. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com. And you can buy the book at amazon.com.